Hi there, my name's Jane Anderson and this is the Jane Anderson Brand You Show. It's the podcast for experts who want to have greater impact, influence and income for their businesses and careers. As experts, we know that people buy from people and work with people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So I'm so glad you're here because it's that time again now to really amplify how you show up in the world. Hi there, welcome to the show. My name's Jane Anderson and uh, you're on the Jane Anderson Brand You Show where we talk all things personally branded businesses. So I'm passionate about yourname.com and because we believe that people buy from people and they buy from people who they know, who they like and who they trust. So today on the podcast, what I'm going to be catching up with you about is uh, talking about visibility and one of the things that I find is um, one of the things I find when I'm talking to people is that they they have a real visibility problem, and that is that they they're very hard to be able to find. They're hard to be able to see. They're hard to be um, recalled, so people find it difficult to remember them when they need something. And um, what happens is that their pipelines dry up. So let's talk about that today. And I don't know if you're in this situation, but I recently ran a course and uh, and I had an attendee, I ran it um, on LinkedIn for lead generation. So I often run um, these programs. I generally run them internally in large uh, corporate programs, but I ran a public program just recently for a small group of female entrepreneurs. And this woman who attended, she said, you know, my my problem is is that I've been I think I've been really visible. I've been putting lots of content out there, um, and you know, positioning and marketing myself. But my pipelines have dried up. You know, I'm. She was beside herself. She was so stressed that she just really didn't know what to do next. And I knew this lady well, and and what I found was that, and I kind of knew her business as well. I'd been a client of hers, and I totally understand that frustration. And the problem is, is that um, often when we're putting a lot of content out there is that sometimes we can get the lines a little bit blurred between what is adding value to my audience and what is marketing and or spam sometimes. And so having had a chat with her and had a look at what she was doing, she was definitely visible, but it was all content that was related to uh, all about her and her selling stuff. So one of the things I find, I don't know if you found this, but I find when you're, when you're trying to get visible and you're trying to reach your audience is that it can be tempting to keep putting ads out. You can have you know, uh, it might be sharing, you know, your latest um, course or service offering or coaching program or whatever that might be. And it's really tempting to put that out there. The problem is, is that people get um, a little bit bored with that. They also get a little bit irritated. And in fact, I've got a couple of people I'm connected to and I actually turn off their feeds. I don't know if you've done that, but you find that, you know, the, the more that keeps coming through, you just, it just becomes really annoying. So in people have that option to turn off your feed. And 
But one of the challenges is, is how do I know what to put out there? People tell me I have to be more visible, but if I keep putting stuff out there, I'm running out of stuff to put out there and keep in front of people. But what's the balance? What, what do I, what do I, you know, keep putting out there? Because I'm trying to avoid my pipelines drying up, but at the same time, I want to be able to sell stuff. Um, but I also uh, sometimes have this fear that, you know, I, I, I've also got a fear of being visible. I've got a fear of putting myself out there and putting my face out there. And, you know, that puts me in a position where people, um, it, it puts me in a vulnerable position where people can kind of call me a know-it-all or uh, uh, something like that or you know it's the kind of tall poppy thing here in Australia we have this thing called the tall poppy where it's not cool to stand out or it's not cool to say uh, look at me I don't know if you've seen Kath and Kim but um, it's a show that we have here in Australia called and uh, they say look at me so um so you know it can feel a bit attention seeking so what happens is we end up procrastinating and not doing anything at all and that puts you in a worse position so how do you know what to do and how do you know what to put out there? So one of the things that, if you look at Michael Port's work, Michael Port has written the book, Book Yourself Solid, and he talks about earning, you've got to earn the right um, to be able to, you've got to earn the right to sell. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this a lot too. He talks about the, um, he talks about generosity uh, marketing and so does Seth Godin in, uh, he's written 17 books on marketing, including tribes, uh, linchpins, purple cows, etc. And what they all say is true. So with your content and when it's going out there, you have to, first of all, be really clear um, about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to sell, but also what you're trying to ensure your positioning is. So the content that goes out there that it is next to your face and your name as it comes through my feed, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it is, the first thing it has to be really consistent about what you want to be known for. So for example, let's say that you're looking at, uh, let's say you want your positioning to be around, um, uh, let's say it's around resilience and being able to bounce back and, you know, it's around, um, you know, mindset and those types of things. So ideally, I shouldn't see anything come through with your face and your name coming through that feed that isn't on that subject or at least very related to it or part of the programs that you deliver. So if I'm seeing content come through that is, you know, you like something or you share something that is way off message, like it might be, your message might be around resilience and then I'm seeing messages come through or you liking or sharing stuff around um, uh, marketing or it might be around um, uh you know, performance, maybe performance could be related, but it's a bit of a stretch. But what will happen is people will get confused and they won't understand what it is that you stand for. So you have to be consistent is the first thing. The second thing to consider is thinking about the mix of your content plan. Um, so you might have read in my book, so my book is linked uh, connect how to leverage your LinkedIn profile for business growth and lead generation in less than seven minutes per day. And one of the things that I put in there is around your content plan needs to be, I generally say it's about 80-20. If you're a thought leader, you can get away with a little bit more because your job is to advance the thinking in the space. And uh, certainly Matt Church, 
the founder of Thought Leaders Business School talks a lot about this, uh, particularly in some of his blogs and posts. And I'm a mentor on his Thought Leaders Business School. And so I mentor a number of, of students in that school who are experts in their field. And what I find is for those people who have personally branded businesses, you have an advantage over the big guys because it's about your generosity, your giving to your audience, and it's not all about you. So my suggestion is is to consider that 80% of the content that you're sharing is curated content, and it's curated around your message. So if, for example, let's say you're, you want to be known as a content expert, let's say you're a content marketer, then all your posts need to be around content around data, research, what are other people saying about the subject. I shouldn't see you sharing anything about leadership or um, uh, uh, you know, kindness or anything like that. Everything I should see is, is related to content. Um, then the remainder, the 20% or plus, if you have personally branded business, you can get away with a little bit more. Um, and that is that your content really needs, your, you then have earned the right to share your original content and create a call to action to sell your own stuff. Otherwise, what happens if if 100% of what you put out there is uh, is content that's designed to sell, then you're going to be annoying. It's going to be very obvious that you're just trying to sell to people or sell to me if I'm seeing you come through my feed. Um, and you're not acting, you're not sharing your uh, sharing ways for me to learn. Um, whereas if you've given first, if you've given a whole lot of uh, content and sharing advice and things like that, that you found across the net, then I'm more likely to trust you. And we talk about how uh, on this show, it's all about people getting to know you, to like you and trust you. And the more that you're trying to sell through your content, it feels a little bit like you know, maybe the used car salesman is that it's a little bit sleazy. It's like, um, it's a bit underhanded and it's, um, it makes me feel like I'm being, uh, used for me to be sold to. So you really want to be uh, mindful of, uh, the mix of the content that you put out there. And, you know, if you look at something like LinkedIn, there's an incredible opportunity there. You know, there's more than 400 million people on this thing. So, um, you want to make sure that your connections are the right connections that you, know, you want to be selling to, but act in their best interest. Think about what are the things in relation to what you want to be known for, what are the things that you want to be known for with that audience that you can share. Now, bear in mind, this isn't a popularity contest. This is not about how many likes and comments and things like that. And what I find is that people give up really easily. They are using the wrong metrics. The metrics that they're using are around the likes and the comments. I shared this and nobody liked it. I'm sharing stuff and nobody's commenting. If you're focusing on that, what that tells me is that you're um, losing your conviction because your focus is on being validated by others. And that is uh, not the right space to be playing in. Uh, You'll see some of my blogs. And if you listen to one of my other podcasts, I talk about the metrics that matter. And uh, it's also in my Connect book as well. And what happens is we're sort of caught up in this um, world of validation where the amount of people who like or comment on stuff determines my, my, my worth and if it's working on LinkedIn. However, uh, it's not actually about that. What it is about is making sure that 
you are keeping consistent. So one of the things that I do, one of the first audits that I do when I first start working with a client, particularly when I'm just talking to them on the phone and they're making an inquiry and want to know what to do, one of the first things that I do is I have I do an audit on their activity feed. So I have a look at how visible have they been? Do people know them? And then I also look at the quality of uh, their visibility. So have they stayed on message? And if they're not on message, then I know that that's one of the reasons why they're failing. Um, because what that means is that you you can have a rock star profile. You can go out and create all the connections and try to um, advance conversations and you know be able to build your your funnel and your leads. But the problem is you haven't built the trust. And when you haven't built trust. Um, you might remember the story I was talking about um, in one of my other podcasts. I talk about uh, this date I went on with this guy many years ago and he turned up with this backpack. And when he turned up with the backpack, I thought he was going to the gym. And I said, oh, you're just heading off to the gym. And he said, no, you know, you never know. Everything might go all right. <laughs> and I thought he was joking, but he'd actually turned up with a, a backpack thinking that it was going to go so well that he wouldn't need to go home. <laughs> so it's the same thing for your audience. You've got to, your content and keeping visible, allow, keeping visible but in service of your audience, keeping visible and not making it about you all the time, means it means that your audience will learn to get to know you, to like you and to trust you. If we're turning up with backpacks, if we're turning up with, I want to sell to you, but I haven't given to you first in terms of my content plan, then I'm more likely to kind of go, oh, who are you? I haven't even met you yet. It's like turning up with a backpack. You want to suddenly move into a relationship with me? I don't even know who you are. And so that just repels people and it can really kind of put them off and scare them. So um, so have a look at your content plans. Um the other thing that I would say as part of your content plan is do a little bit of planning. That's what's called a content plan. So my content plan is currently built out to about mid-2017, uh, towards the end, sort of towards the end of 2017. So one of the things that you want to do is be really clear about what are you selling for the rest of this year? And what are you planning to sell next year? Is it exactly the same thing? Will you be rolling out new programs next year? And so that your content plan is really clear about what you're doing for the next 12 to 18 months. Because otherwise what happens is that you're, uh, you'll get to each day and you go, okay, what am I going to share today? What am I going to like today? Or I don't know what I'm going to... Um, I don't know what I'm going to blog on today. And so we procrastinate because we've suddenly got to come up with an idea in that moment. So one of the things I suggest, um, so I personally have a just a spreadsheet of um, the topic that I'm going to, topics that I need to make sure that I do. And so when I go to write a blog or do a podcast or whatever it might be, I refer to my content plan so that I don't have to come up with an idea there and then. So my content plan, um, I generally work, uh, I, I know overall what I'm doing for the next sort of 12 to 18 months, um, but I will specifically write uh, and put the list of each of those pieces of content and I work on those each quarter. So I'm generally working a quarter ahead on the specifics of those. And so it means you get momentum. And it also means that 
I mean, there's so many so many benefits of being able to do that, and that it's a, uh, it's far more effective, far more productive because you can just get the content out and keep moving. But one of the other things in terms of your visibility to keep you visible is your curation plan and making sure that you're staying on that message. Now, there are a few different tools and sites that you can use. You can use things like uh, Scoop It, so Scoop, S-C-O-O-P dot I-T. It's a great way to be able to share content. Um, uh, it has a, a free account and you can choose one word. So let's say, for example, if your word is resilience and you want to be known for resilience, you can jump on there and you can... Um, uh, what Scoop It does is it sends you an email once a week and um, it scrapes or finds what are the articles that are out there, what's the content that's out there on the web at the moment that's in relation to that word. There are a bunch of other curation tools out there. Uh, Clout has got a new curation tool in it. Uh, I think HubSpot does as well as um, Hootsuite I think might have a new one as well. Um, there's a whole bunch of different ones out there. So um, so you'll find that that will help with your visibility <clears throat> because the problem is if you're not visible, people forget who you are. We talked about in one of my other podcasts, you might remember we talked about those quadrants where people know you and they know what they're after or they know uh, they don't know you and but they know what they're after. And so one of the things that you've got to do is keep visible to keep educating, but also to be memorable. Because if you're not memorable and you don't have presence, then you're going to miss out. That person that you're connected to might not necessarily need help, but you've got to be easily referable. So somebody might ask that person, do you know someone who delivers on X or do you know someone who's a resilience expert? And they go, absolutely. This person I'm connected to on LinkedIn, yeah, talk, have a chat to her. I find um, if you've got if you're doing a good job of it, you'll notice that you'll be tagged in comments. I get tagged a lot for people who are looking for LinkedIn, have a chat to Jane Anderson, and they will tag me in the comment. So, um, my suggestion to you is look at your visibility strategy. If you went through your activity feed, um, you can do that on your LinkedIn. So it's there's a little button that's below your title. So if you have a look under your title, and there's a little drop down that um, is next to sort of that you know connect area of view profile as view you view your activity feed. My first question would be how visible have you been? Have you been visible every single day? The second question I would say is has every piece of content that you've put out, even if you've liked something, because remember everybody sees what you liked or your connections do. It's different than Facebook. So if I uh, look, if you looked at what you liked and shared, were you on message? Do you have a content plan? Have you got your curation plan set up? And also your original thought leadership, have you got that plan set up to reduce your procrastination and so that you're very strategic and you're on message? So I hope that's helpful today. I really look forward to hearing how you go. You are very welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, as you might know, I've uh, created the book uh, Connect, how to leverage your LinkedIn profile for business growth and lead generation in less than seven minutes per day. It's available on my website, which is www.jane-anderson.com uh, and .com.au. And it's also available on Amazon, uh, Book Depository, it's on Kindle, all those types of things as well. Uh, so I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and I look forward to catching up with you on the next podcast.